Molly Fisk, Observations from a Working Poet. Whenever her adult children got restive or seemed to be at loose ends, not sure what to do next with their lives, my mother could be relied on to suggest we should join the Peace Corps. This was at first irritating, and then boring, and then hilarious, in the way that family stories or habits turn out to be riotously funny because they're so predictable. None of my siblings nor I had any interest in the Peace Corps. It did not cross our minds. Travel, sure. Helping other people, fine. We were usually wrestling with what kind of jobs we wanted to do or where we should live, sometimes trying to work around a partner's life goals, too. Joining the Peace Corps was too extreme a solution. Go ahead and blow up your life, it seemed to say, and then see what happens. I've met quite a few people, all of them about 10 years older than I, who did join the Peace Corps and found it incredibly valuable. A friend's mother did after she'd retired from being a high school French teacher in Maine and had a wonderful time somewhere in Africa that I've forgotten, where both her French and her teaching came in handy. My mom was the person who should have joined the Peace Corps, just as she should have become a doctor instead of, or in addition to, having four children and making smocked dresses and little shirts that matched her own. She ended up becoming a counselor in a learning disabilities clinic, and then in her 50s went to nursing school. Although she liked this work, her hearing was getting bad by then, and rolling the bodies of head-injured Hell's Angels over in bed kind of wrecked her back. By the time I'd gotten smart enough to say she was the one who should join the Peace Corps, she wasn't healthy enough, in her view. The moment had passed. I haven't had children, as you may recall, so I'm not able to give anyone advice about raising them. I've watched the world go by for six decades, though, and have observed a lot of humans. The happiest ones I've seen are those who figured out what they wanted to do and then did it. Yes, I'm white and middle class and had a privileged vantage point, as well as a blinkered view of mostly people like myself. And yes, the men had a much easier time of this than the women. But given those contexts, it was still pretty clear that if someone had a wish or drive or propensity for something and followed it, they carried an aura of contentment other people did not. Sometimes these trajectories don't last. I was a sweater designer for 10 years and really loved it. In year 11, though, I got bored. I feel incredibly lucky to have found a second creative life as a writer, something I backed into rather than pursuing, and after 30 years I'm not bored with yet. There is luck and privilege all over the place in these matters, but there's also an important core question. What do you want? It's not easy to answer, and it changes, but keep your eye on it. Who knows? Maybe you'll be the one who ends up joining the Peace Corps. Check it out at www.peacecorps.gov. Tony Fisk would be so proud. Award-winning poet Molly Fisk writes, coaches, and teaches writing in California's Sierra Nevada foothills. You can reach her at mollyfisk.com. This program is produced at the studios of KVMR-FM, Nevada City, California. Funding is provided by Harmony Books of Downtown Nevada City and KVMR with support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.